Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long in December, we are talking to elite entrepreneurs. And we're talking not only about their business and their entrepreneur, entrepreneurial journey, but you know some of the uh, secrets to their success, as well as maybe some challenges that we face. And my guest today is Tim Fitzpatrick. He's an entrepreneur and business owner with expertise in marketing and business growth. Now he's had this with more than 20 years of entrepreneurial experience and his passion is really in developing and growing business. And that passion served him well. He operated and managed a wholesale distribution company that he co-owned for nine years. Now, what's really interesting is over those nine years, the company grew an average of 60% a year before they were acquired. So that tells you that he knows not only what he speaks of, but he has the experience to back it up. Now, since then, like all of us, he's had failures and he's had successes and they've been invaluable in terms of what he's learned and gained from that. He started Rialto Marketing in 2013 and has been helping businesses, you know, simplify their marketing because you all know we need that help so that they can grow with, get this, less stress. And he says that most people overcomplicate marketing, which I totally agree with, but he says it doesn't have to be that way. So I can't wait to learn more from him. Tim, thank you so much for joining me today. Michael, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to, to dig into this today. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to learning about your business too, but you know, also learning some of the lessons that you learned the hard way growing your wholesale distribution company, because that, you know, those experiences that we have are what paved the way for us, good, bad, and ugly. But tell us a little bit more about you and your business, Rialto Marketing, and how you help your clients to shock their potential. Sure. So uh, just personally, you know, I grew up in, in Northern California in the Bay Area, my wife and I moved to the Denver area in 2008, been here ever since. Uh, so married, we have two, two girls and uh, I love doing anything outside. So uh, Colorado is my happy place. Yeah. Um, from a business standpoint, you mentioned, you know, Rialto Marketing uh, is my current business. When I initially started that business, we were actually focused specifically on mobile applications. We were selling mobile applications into the K-12 education space. Um, like most entrepreneurial journeys, mine has not been a straight path. It's been a winding road. I've had multiple shifts in this business as I have in, in others that I've been involved in. Um, and about two, two or three years into Rialto, there were some changes in the app market and I had to shift. And that's when I shifted into what we're doing today, which is working primarily with service-based businesses, like you mentioned, helping them grow, simplify marketing so they can grow with less stress. And we do that by helping them create and implement a plan to communicate the right message to the right people. You know, mm -hmm. that's what marketing is, is all about, is getting the right message to the right people. And I find so many people are just battling information overload when it comes to marketing. There's so many different channels so many different tactics within those channels 
There's no shortage of gurus saying, Michael, you need to do this. No, you need to do that. And we're just overwhelmed. And when we're overwhelmed, we have a really difficult time figuring out what the next step should be. Yeah. So that's what we help people do. And uh, I enjoy it. Marketing is dynamic. It's, it's changing all the time and uh, keeps me on my toes. <laughs> and I love how you said too, the right message to the right people. And I also always add at the right time. Now that yes, doesn't mean that you're correct. always going to time it appropriately. <laughs> but no, you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, I, depending on what statistic you, you believe I anywhere, if I've seen it anywhere from like five to 10% of your audience is at a point where they are ready to buy. So what, what are you going to do to stay in front of all those people so that you are there at the right time? Ah, that's Super a important. really good, that's a great data point because it, it really also um, supports the concept that, you know, if you try, you know, marketing takes effort and it takes, it, it needs to be repeated. And if you put yes. a Facebook ad out and it doesn't draw what you're trying to draw, then it doesn't mean it's not working. It means that maybe a piece of that was, wasn't working or that it needs more repetition. And, and those things take patience, but they also take, um, I guess I, I always want, I guess I describe it as guts. It takes a little guts, you know, to market because it's not always going to have an immediate payoff for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I always talk about, it is so, I think it just in business in general, you have to take a long-term approach. If you mm -hmm. take a short-term approach, you are always going to be like chasing the next best thing. And you're just, you're inevitably going to make decisions that may seem to benefit you in the short term. A lot of those do not benefit you in the long term. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, and marketing is really daunting and small businesses, especially, you know, don't really know where to go, but you're absolutely right. There's a lot of people out there talking about the marketing space and giving kind of like, here's your magic beans. And if you plant these magic beans, the beanstalk will grow and your business will thrive. But, yeah. you know, helping people to understand that there's strategy behind it, it, is that difficult when you get a new client? Are they accepting of that? Are they nervous of that? Or do they just say, okay, I'm, I, I understand this is going to take a long-term yeah. approach. Uh, if, if they are nervous about it, then they're not a good fit for me. Uh, um, gotcha. But what I will say is, you know, it's just, I think the reason we overcomplicate marketing is because we skip the fundamentals. Mm -hmm. And that's what we help people really get in place is those fundamentals they're not sexy. They're not cool. Most people don't talk about them. We want to just immediately take action. Mm -hmm. But if we take action without having a plan in place and building a foundation to build the rest of our house from, inevitably, we're going to waste time. We're going to waste money. And you know, when I communicate what the fundamentals are and why they're so important, most people understand it. You know, If they're still stuck in that short-term uh, mindset, they don't want to hear it, but um, most people do understand it. Yeah. So tell me, just because I'm, I'm a little curious too about your background. So you spent a long time building up a wholesale distribution company. What did you, what did you learn in that process? What did you, what were you wholesaling first of all, but yes. what did that teach you about marketing from a different perspective? So I, I honestly, I fell into the entrepreneur, my entrepreneurial journey. I, um, when I graduated from college, I had no idea what the heck I wanted to do. My dad had been an entrepreneur for years. He was a manufacturer's rep. So he was a middleman. Mm -hmm. Um, and he had started a related distribution company about two years before I graduated. 
So he was running that business with the same people that he had in his rep company. I knew he needed some help. And I said, hey, look, uh, why don't I help you out for the summer while I figure out what the heck I'm going to do for the rest of my life? Mm. And that was all she wrote. Like after three months, I was hooked. I loved it. I was the first full-time employee. I learned more doing that in six months than I did in four years of college. It was just, it was on the job, like real world stuff. And I just, I fell in love with it. We were selling um, consumer electronics. So we were selling home theater equipment. That's probably another reason why I loved it. It was just like, it was toys, (laughs) you know, I was selling toys all day long and um, it was, it was fantastic experience. And so I, you know, after those first three months, I, you know, I said, look, I'd love to stay on. And my dad said, Hey, absolutely. You're doing a great job. I need the help. And I was very fortunate that he, he, one, he trusted me, thankfully. Uh, I must've been done something right growing up. Uh, So (laughs) he trusted me. He gave me a lot of autonomy and freedom. He was busy doing his thing. I was managing the distribution company on a day-to-day basis. And so it worked out really, really well. Um, but what I would say, one the biggest driver in our success in that business was the quality of, of the relationships that we had. And mm-hmm. a lot of those relationships, my dad had been building for years, Yes, right? He had a very strong reputation within the, within the industry. And frankly, I saw a very different side of him in business than I did growing up. Um, and I feel very fortunate to have been mm-hmm. able to see that. But the quality of the relationships, not just the relationships with, um, you know, with, with partners, you know, vendors, but the, the relationships we had with clients, the relationships we had with our team, it just relationships, you got to look at it from a very holistic perspective. And I think the quality of your relationships is a, has a direct correl- correlation to the results that you end up seeing. Absolutely. Um, and I think that there were, there were some other important drivers to our success, but if I had to choose one, it would be that. Yeah, that's great. And I think it's, it's so true. And it's, it's something that if you, if you don't have it, if you're missing it, you either need somebody on your team that has that skill set, or you're not going to succeed because relationships do drive business without a doubt. When it also comes back to what we've been talking about with long-term thinking, mm-hmm. where you don't re- build relationships overnight. Yeah. So you have to have that patience and discipline to, to do what you need to do to build those relationships. And, yeah. you know, look, we're all smart. If, you know, if you're in it just for you and what you can get out of it, people are going to see that. And you're yeah. just, the relationship will not go where you want it to go. Well, and I also tell people, you know, when they get really, so I do a lot of work in sales and that customer experience. And, you know, throughout my career, I've managed thousands and thousands of salespeople who all want to close a sale right now. Like I want to, if I'm going to have a meeting with you, I want to close the sale. I'm like that. Number one, it doesn't work that way. Every once in a while it will, but for the most part, it doesn't. But the key is, is if you do a good enough job, they will come to you when they are ready. And that ready might be a day from now, a week from now, six months from now, six years from now. And, you know, I think about the people that I have done business with myself over the years where I might not have been ready for that service or that product right then. But when I was, the person who stood out most in my mind as being genuine 
as the person that I called and said, okay, I know that we first talked about this three years ago. I'm ready to go. And those things are important to remember that, that the long-term strategy, the long-term vision pays off in sales just as well as marketing. Yep. No doubt about it. No <laughs> doubt about it. When we can't, if we try to force something that just isn't there, it's just not going to, it's not going to be a good long-term fit. Right. You know, anytime I've ever, from a sales standpoint, anytime I feel like I'm trying to convince somebody of something, I, I mean, I can't convince them to do anything. If, and, I've, and if I push them too hard and they end up caving, they're, they're never good clients. Right. So, Absolutely. you know, it's, I've always, I've gotten to a place from a sales standpoint where I, I look, I'm just, I want to understand the problem you have. If I can solve that problem, I'm going to communicate to you how I can solve that problem. And then if you're ready to take that next step, then you're ready to take that step. But the, you know, my wife's in healthcare and they talk about readiness to change or willingness mm -hmm. to change. If the client isn't an eight, nine or a 10 on the readiness to change scale, right. that, 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 that's not going anywhere. It's not, it's not going to be good for me. It's not going to be good for them. So, and I can't make them get ready. They're either ready or they're not. Very good. No, I absolutely agree. And I think it, it makes great sense um, for all of us to remember, especially in times when they, things get tough or a yeah. little lean. <laughs> well, Tim, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor and we will be right back. Have you ever considered hiring a virtual assistant, but didn't know where to start? Let Kukua Biz help. Kukua Biz matches talented professionals from Kenya with small businesses around the globe. Affordable weekly rates allow you to have a dedicated full-time staff member to help you with anything from administrative tasks, social media management, public relations, and more. Go to kukuabiz.com today for more information or email info at kukuabiz.com. Kukua Biz, that's K-U-K-U-A-B-I-Z.com. And we are back with Tim Fitzpatrick, and we are talking about his entrepreneurial journey and a little bit about his business, Rialto Marketing. But uh, Tim, I'm asking everybody this month to talk a little bit about, you know, what lessons you've learned through your entrepreneurial journey. You know, what, what have been maybe your secrets to success or some of the challenges that you face, but now that you look at it from a little bit of a, you know, a distance because you've been in the game for a while, you know, what do you know about being an entrepreneur that we should all keep in mind? So uh, the next learning lesson I'll share with you is from uh, when I got out of distribution, I transitioned into residential real estate for mm -hmm. about three years or so. Um, man, I, again, I learned a lot, but I also learned I did not enjoy it. And it was the mm -hmm. first time that I actually felt like I had a job because when I was mm -hmm. in distribution, I loved it. And I felt like because I loved it so much, I wasn't going to work every day. I was just having fun. But one of the things that um, real estate really pushed me to do was get outside my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. um, and I got outside of my comfort zone on a daily basis. And every time I got outside of my comfort zone, it continued to expand and it got larger and larger and larger. Um, and that really, that's the biggest thing I took away from that experience, mm -hmm. even though I didn't like it. I got very comfortable getting outside of my comfort zone. And if you are going to be successful long-term, I think you have to be comfortable getting outside your comfort zone. You know, it helps you continue to grow. It gets you to embrace change um, and it helps you perform better. And, you know, if we're sitting still and we're comfortable, 
um, at some point as an entrepreneur, you are going to get passed up and it's going to probably happen really fast. And by the time you know it, they're, they're long gone. So we have to push ourselves outside of our comfort zone. And that experience really helped me get comfortable with that. I, I would so agree. I actually did one of my uh, morning motivations I, that I do every Monday on our YouTube channel. And I just did one recently on getting outside your comfort zone and had very many similar thoughts to that about, you know, when we stay in the places where it feels right or that, you know, the road is clear for us because we've, we've traveled it so long, you miss what's going on on the side or you might miss new opportunities. You, you don't grow as much or as fast, but it's funny when people, um, I think all my entire career, I've been responsible for massive change in organizations. And I'm constantly hearing people say, I don't like change. I don't like change. Or I hate change. I hate change. And, and it's to me, always interesting to me uh, to find people that are just simply unwilling to get out of their comfort zone yeah. and therefore unwilling to, to have new possibilities. Yeah, it's, I, you know, I, I feel fortunate that I've, I've never really shied away from change all that much, you know, and I tend to embrace it. Um, you know, right at the beginning, it can be a little tough sometimes, but things are always changing. And there's so many different things beyond our control. Gosh, if we just, if we can't find ways to embrace change, uh, we're, we're going to be on the struggle bus. Mm. Oh, all the time. <laughs> the so, struggle bus. I like yeah, that. You know, let's just let's figure out how we need to individually embrace change and and figure out how we can do that. And um, I just think so many so many entrepreneurs would be much better off if they could figure out how to embrace change and do it quickly. Yeah, and you know, it's funny because a lot of people who are entrepreneurs think that, well, by nature, I, I'm good at that, and I'm, you know, I'm always out of my comfort zone. But you know, when you really start to ask some people some questions, that sometimes they they really aren't there because yeah. there's still a comfort zone that they're in. So, I'll like, I'm doing this. It must be, it must mean that I'm uh, comfortable with change. But then you'll, you know, take a look at their businesses and and see, like, the point you made in the beginning: marketing is always changing. So you yeah. can't do business today in marketing the way you did five years ago, 10 years ago, definitely not 20 years ago for crying out loud, but yeah. um, you have to be open to keep your eyes open in order to be able to adapt to that change. Agree hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Um, Tim, looking back um, and looking at where your business is now, what, uh, what would you tell Tim who just got started with Rialto marketing? What would you, uh, what advice would you give him if you could uh, go back and, and tell him anything? Oh gosh. The, the I did that I don't need to reinvent the wheel. Mm. The 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 frameworks, the systems, the methodologies, the the people that you need to meet, there there are all those things are already out there. Mm -hmm. Um so the thing the information you need to be successful is already there. You don't you do not need to start from ground zero, or at least the vast majority of us don't, right? Yeah. There are certainly people, you know in the startup space that are on the bleeding edge, you know, going into and to totally new markets, but most of us are not doing that. And mm -hmm. those of us that are not doing that, we don't need to figure this all out. It's already been figured out. We just need to know where to go to get that information. And I yeah. would say that with what I'm doing now, that's probably one of the biggest mistakes I've made is I've, I've reinvented the wheel too many times when I didn't need to do that. <laughs> there the people are already out there 
you know, and that was one of the great things when I was in distribution, we, we partnered with other distributors, just like us in other markets. So we were not competing directly with them, but, um, and that's another reason why we grew so fast, but it also acted as a really solid mastermind group. There were people at different levels. Yep. So, you know, there were people that were twice as large as we were. They had already encountered all the problems we were encountering. So yeah. all we needed to do is go, Hey, we're having this problem. What, how'd you solve it? Oh, well, this is what we did again. I, we didn't need to reinvent the wheel and figure stumble by ourselves. They already knew what it was. So they told us how to fix it and we fixed it. I'd love so it. yeah, we don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. And that's really important. I'm, you know, and also, you know, you said so many things are already at our fingertips. I, I think about the marketing, you know, that I was creating when I started this company, uh, five and a half years ago that I didn't realize I was creating, you know, content, you know, everybody's talking about content. Well, content really becomes your marketing pieces in so many ways. And if you can, we finally got the hang of it a little more than a year ago, where I'm like, wow, if I write a blog post, a blog post, let's use it in bits and pieces. Let's use it in other ways. Let's yes. drive some, uh, you know, website traffic. And I'll, you know, I was like, geez, sometimes things just uh, hitch upside the head. You better listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes us entrepreneurs can be a little slow on the uptake. Yes, absolutely. Well, Tim, I know we're going to have all of your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody wants to look you up right now, what's the best way for them to find you? Uh, the best way is to go to our website, which is rialtomarketing.com. That's R-I-A-L-T-O marketing.com. If your listeners want to get some free resources on the fundamentals that we talk about, your target market, your messaging, creating a plan, just go to rialtomarketing.com forward slash shock dash your dash potential. You don't even need to opt in. There's just free resources for, for your audience there. Um, if you want to connect with me personally, the best place is LinkedIn. Um, and it's uh, linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Tim P is in Paul Fitzpatrick. Excellent. Um, and I will, uh, I love the fact that you've got those resources for our guests too, because um, they, my followers are really great at downloading things. So I'm glad that you have it. Thank you. Well, yeah, Tim, happy before, to help. We, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Oh boy, there, you know what? There's so much great entrepreneurial advice out there. Uh, the one that I would say sticks with me um, because it's so easy to get overwhelmed as, as a business owner. I mean, there's so many different things we have on our plate and you know, we're focusing on, gosh, I got to do this and I got to do that. Um, when we're overwhelmed, we, we're not effective. So, um, and I honestly, I can't even remember where I heard this, but somebody said to me, look, focus on the next measurable step. What's the next small measurable step, right? So I know exactly whether I've taken it or not and completed it, right? Measurable is very important here, but what's the next measurable step? Take that small step. And when you're done with that, then focus on the next measurable, measurable step after that. When we break the larger things down into the small steps that we can really focus on, it eliminates overwhelm and we start to get where we want to go much, much faster. Absolutely. I agree with it. I was laughing as you were saying that because I have a whiteboard in my office. So whenever I have that thing that wants to distract me, if I don't have my notebook handy, which I usually do, it's written on the whiteboard. Then I figure out where does it go in that plan? Don't get distracted. I'm, I'm one of those people who can see the shiny things and go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love it. 
Great advice, Tim. Thank you so much for being our guest today. And uh, it has been a pleasure to get to know you, get to know your business a little bit more and learn about how you help people to shock their potential every day. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Michael. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.